Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, and as a trained and certified Christian mindset coach, I've helped hundreds of Christian women discover brain science-based mindset tools to help them grow closer to God and break free from anxiety, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and feeling like they're never enough. The Christian Mindset Coach is the award-winning podcast that shows you how to use simple brain science principles and biblical truth to renew your mind for lasting confidence, joy, and peace. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Hello, friend. Welcome to today's episode of the Christian Mindset Coach with me, Alicia Michelle. We are finishing our series on boundaries, finishing this series on how we can find healing and new perspectives and just restoration from what for many people has been a very tough year. I think we all kind of, whether it's been a tough year or not for you, we kind of get to the end of the year at this point And we think, mm, I want things to be different. I need some healing Lord. I need some, some wholeness back in my life. I need a fresh perspective on all of these areas. And so we've been talking about what that can look like in three very specific areas. Episode 232 talked about renewing our minds, meaning looking at our thoughts, how we can set up boundaries to help with the thoughts that go on. Episode 233 talks about finding restoration in relationships, using boundaries in a guilt-free way to allow us to show up better, to allow us to love that other person better, even in some situations by uh, creating these boundaries. And then today we're talking about rebuilding our rest, setting up soothing rhythms and boundaries. Some of us just need the filling up. I mean, there may be some of these other things happening with relationships and with our thoughts and things like that, of course, but some of us need to just rediscover what that means or discover for the first time, what that means to build a rest filled life. And we all endured a forced rest during the COVID pandemic. And a lot of us had to deal with some skeletons in the closet and demons that we were struggling to face because everything got really quiet and everything got really silent. And I do know too, that that also was a season of growth and of healing for a lot of people because they were able to slow down enough to see what was happening. And so as things have ramped back up again and, and opened up, and at least at the time of this recording, things are moving again. Most of us have gone back to all of our regular activities. It's very easy for us to just go, okay, we're going to go right back to where we were and to not allow things like the pandemic to help us to say, you know, that was a difficult time. Absolutely. For many, many reasons, but it also allowed us to encounter rest maybe for the first time or allowed us to encounter a stillness that was probably quite uncomfortable for many of us. So our goal today isn't to talk about a whole bunch of to-dos and hacks, like here's how to get rest, step one, step two, right? You know, I know you and I are smart women. We can just Google something like tips to find more rest and you're going to get inundated with ideas. So I'm not here to say these are the things, the 10 top things to get rest in 2024. I'm not here to say that you and I both need rest in different ways. And so this rest and the boundaries that we're going to set up and the rhythms that we can set up are Holy Spirit led. There are tons of ideas out there, but ultimately we need to get to the root of what keeps us from doing them. We can have all the ideas in the world, but if we just throw them out there and we're sabotaging ourselves because we're not 
addressing the real reason why we're not doing them, then it's useless. It's useless to look at all these points of ways to rest and way to have self-care and all these things if we're not going to address what's really going on underneath. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how do we set up these soothing rhythms and boundaries by looking at, well, what are the obstacles to setting them up? What are we doing? So many of us know what we're supposed to do, right? But we're not doing it. So what is that about? We're going to talk about some common reasons why we find it hard to rest. And we're going to share some of those boundaries that I've established, or I've had other clients establish to help keep rest as an ongoing rhythm. And also with that caveat that if you want to have more ideas on how to find rest, Google tips to find rest, and you'll find tons of them. So the overall idea that I want us to take home today is that rest is not a sprint. Rest is an ongoing rhythm. Rest is something that we're continually feeding into and receiving from rest is not a, okay, I'm going to do all these things. And then I'm going to be set for the next six months. Rest looks different in every season. And we're always discovering what it can look like based on the season that we're in. God speaks to us in different ways about what that rest can look like. And in some seasons, there is more space to rest. And in some seasons, we need rest in deeper capacities because of what is being asked of us. Sometimes God stretches those times, the, the very limited amount of time we have to rest in order to equip us. I've saw that as young motherhood. Like I know that I definitely needed to rest more. That was a big reason why I got very sick in 2017 was because I wasn't taking care of myself and it built up for 15 years at that point. But I do know that the very little times that I did rest, they seemed to be very intense, maybe is a good way to put it. So God can offer us and, and equip us in just, you know, instantaneously with rest. So it's different for each one of us. Okay. So what are some of the problems with rest? What are the obstacles? Why are so many of us slipping right back into those habits that we had before the pandemic? We're just back to this busy lifestyle. We're just right back to it. And we're like, oh, here I am, you know, struggling and frustrated and over busy and super like overwhelmed. And, and we're just so full and so busy. I mean, I've heard that again over and over and I find myself saying it. So I'm like, whoa, Lord. Okay. Slow me down. Show me what that looks like to be full, but to not feel like I don't have the space and the capacity to serve well from a rested spirit. Well, number one, many of us don't even know what rest is. I mean, let's be honest. We don't know what quote, like fills us up. What does that even mean? I mean, we can say, oh, I, I go get a pedicure or, oh, I just go watch TV. Okay. Like that's my downtime. I'm not talking about downtime. I'm not talking about chill time. I'm not talking about time when there's not anything happening where we're just vegging. That's not rest. That can be a form of rest, but the rest that we're seeking is space to let God fill us. And there are different ways that each one of us are wired to be filled up. So we need to take that stress off sometimes of just, you know, what does it mean to rest? I have to rest this weekend. I need to rest. Like, so we end up running away from it because it's so stressful sounding. Like it doesn't even sound fun. It's like, I don't want to rest. It doesn't sound fun. Or is it just me saying all this? But you know, this is an ongoing thing that I struggle with. So I've had to really lean into over and over the idea that rest is play. Rest is play. Rest is discovery. Rest is curiosity. I don't have to have it figured out for the rest of my life. It doesn't have to be the same every time I do it. It's just being curious. It's noticing things that I like that, oh, I did that. And that made me feel really good. Like that filled up my soul or that filled up my 
my mind in a way that I really needed that kind of stimulation and interaction that filled up my body in a way that I feel energized and able to tackle this thing in front of me. Now there's different ways that we get rest. It's not just this one way, a really great book on rest that I highly encourage by Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith is called sacred rest. And she talks about, I believe there's seven different types of rest. So if you have not read that book, she's very practical. She is an MD doctor. So she speaks at it from a Christian woman's perspective, but also a doctor's perspective. And that classification of those seven different kinds of rest has really helped me begin to figure out what is it that I need rest in so that I can set up those boundaries to create the filling that God wants to bring in me. It's not just, I'm going to go sit down and watch Netflix for two hours. You know, it's, there are times when we just need to step away and to have what another friend of mine's husband calls zero time where we're just, there's no commitments. There's no, you know, anything, but we also need that intentional time for rest to fill us up. So that new mindset of taking the stress off, what could that look like practically? Well, one idea is just to make a list of anything and everything that sounds fun, big things, little things, what gives you pleasure? What fills you up? In the goal planning workshop that I teach, we do something called a dream bank where we talk about what could be moving forward. What are the things that God may want to do? What are the dreams in our heart? And it's always such an amazing time to do that because at the end of the workshop, the ladies are always like, that's like the highlight of them for them because they realize how much space do we give ourselves to dream? We get very little space. And it's kind of like that same concept here for finding rest. What would, if you could just begin to imagine what that looks like, what could it be? And now you might need some prompts or some ideas or like, what do other people do to find rest? Because I know I did when I first started this journey and I sometimes need new ideas, talking to other people, searching online, like what are ways to like, hobbies or, or, or things to do or, or ways to, you know, get that rest. What could that look like in these specific types of rest? We can just brainstorm those things and have this, this list of things we're just trying and experimenting with. And, you know, no one's reading this list. No one's there to just be like, oh, wow. Okay. That's kind of weird. You know, we just need to decide, okay, these are some things I'm going to give it a try. I don't have to commit to it forever. I remember once when I was in a coaching relationship where I was being coached, my coach was sharing how she was wanting to try swimming. And she had signed up for a month's worth of access to this pool near her house. And she made it very easy to do because she just said, okay, after a month, I'll see where I'm at. And it was just this low stress way to try something new. It wasn't that she was saying for the next six months, I'm going to get up and I'm going to swim every single day. You better do it. You know, like setting yourself up for that. It was just, I'm going to see. After a month, I'm going to look back and go, was this restful? Did this give me my body, the energy that it needs to move? Was it a pleasurable time for me to do this? Is there other things that I could do instead? You know, it's just letting the pressure off there. So expecting the obstacles, expecting that there might be things to come against it, but we're just trying one thing, right? So if you need help in trying that one thing and moving forward and even figuring out what that is, coaching is great for that. The purpose of a coach is to help us look forward. It's not to process all the things in our past that maybe a trauma, things like that. That's a counselor, but a coach can help you figure out what is it that you really want in this next season? What is it that you're looking to, to bring forward? 
right? And how can we step into that? What's getting in the way of that? What's feel scary about that? And as you're going through that process, what are things that are coming up? And and, and they, they just having that appointment to stay faithful to someone else allows us to move forward in these areas. So if coaching, maybe you need coaching around helping yourself build in more rest. I would love to see if it's a fit for us to do coaching. So you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash coaching and click on there to apply for coaching. And I would love to talk to you more about that. And we can have a call, just a free call to see what could be possible. Okay. So that's the first problem. We don't know what rest is. No idea what to put to fill us up. Okay. Second problem is we're so overwhelmed that rest just feels like one more thing. Like now you're telling me I got to rest. Okay. Well, I just have to, you know, I got to help my kid with homework and then I got to take her to practice. And then my husband wants to do this like study thing together. And then we have to go serve on Saturdays down at the mission, right? There's all of these things and it can feel like something else to do. What if instead of thinking it as something else to do, like we have to eat right, we have to work out more. What if we could think of it as the energy to do the things that we have to do? What if we could have that switch in our head? What if instead of saying that I'm going to find, I mean, because the need is there, right? The need is there for rest. Instead of finding that short-term satisfaction and things like food or binge watching or shopping or sex or drinking or drugs, or depending on a friendship in an unhealthy way, all the things. What if instead of doing that, I am going to see how I can find rest so I can have the fuel to do what I need to do. Rest can become an ongoing priority, almost like how can I plug in the plug to charge my laptop, so to speak, or to charge my phone. We have to do that continually, or these electronic devices that we depend on are just going to fizzle away, right? They need the energy. That's what rest is. Rest is that power bank. Things we do every day, little habits, little things that build up like brushing our teeth, taking a shower. It's this constant regular flow. It's not a desperate scattershot kind of approach to fix ourselves when we're burnt out. We have moments when we, when we need more critical movements of rest, of course, but if it can become this regular flow, that's what we're looking for. Even if it's smaller little bits spread out, that's more effective than not doing anything and then splattering it all out at one point, the whole tortoise in the hair kind of concept. So what does that look like practically? It starts again, like we said, with viewing it almost like bank deposits. So when we're regularly putting money in the bank, having that check deposited automatically or writing our check, you know, depositing our check into the account, we can write checks. We can go to the store, we can go shopping, and we don't have to worry about there being issues. So if we are regularly plugging in and putting those investments of rest in, we can say, yeah, I can take on this responsibility. Yeah, I, I see God calling me to this new thing and how I'm supposed to parent my kid, whatever. I can do it because I am seeing the investments that are happening because I'm choosing to find rest. So there's those everyday rhythms everyday rhythms and how they are filling us back up. If we keep coming to ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our souls, and we're continually pulling without any sort of re replenishment, there's going to be problems. And so that's when we're like, okay, there's nothing there. Like, how do I show up? Well, and we start dealing with all kinds of issues. So many of us, so many of us are always in this cycle. We're stuck in this cycle. And we have to be aware that sometimes the best thing we can do is to just rest. 
Are you feeling exhausted and you need to rediscover hope after a tough season? I get it. And listen, I want to help you create a plan to be more energized and joyful in the coming year. Join me for my goal planning workshop. In one and a half hours, we'll not only help you make a specific plan for change, but we'll celebrate your wins and we'll help you discover a fresh vision for your life. The workshop includes a guided teaching experience with me, a retreat notebook with powerful scriptures, insightful exercises and meaningful prayers, plus other fun surprises to make the experience joyful and life-giving. I can't wait to help you find clarity, renewal, and a new passion to love God and enjoy your life. Join me now for the goal-setting workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal. That's vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash G-O-A-L. I'll see you there. My favorite stories in the Bible is, in, is about Elijah and I'm, it's the, this, the chapter and verse is, is evading me right now. So forgive me, but it's the story after Elijah has done all of these things where he's done all these, God has done all these miracles through him, just powerful things. And he comes and he's just, he goes off into the wilderness. He's exhausted. He's tired. He's depressed. He's like despairing to life. I mean, that kind of depression and the way that the Lord has to speak to him first is to make him take a nap and to have him eat a good meal. That's how God had to speak to him first before he could say, let me empower you to do this next thing. Sometimes we just need these basic things to fill ourselves up, to be prepared in order to keep going. So practically, what does that look like? Okay. So for me, everyday rhythms, being creative is a huge thing for me. I try to find ways to cook new recipes, or I like to draw and paint. So I, I, every once in a while can maybe on the weekend for an hour or so I make that time to draw and paint. I started being a part of a group called urban sketchers where I'm going to be once a month, they have these events where around our town where we can go and sketch buildings, situations, people, crowds, things like that. So I'm going for my first time this week as we're recording this excited about that. So just making these appointments as a regular part of what are the things that are going to fill us up? And then, you know, paying attention to those moments, those one to two minutes of downtime that we all have throughout the day, those moments when you're sitting at a doctor's appointment and it's like five minutes and what do we do? We pick up our phone, right? Now there's times when we have to respond to a text. I get it. Or we, you know, we need to post something on social media. I get it. I'm not saying not do those things. I'm just saying, begin to pay attention to all of those times that you have, because a lot of that time we need to be honest with ourselves. We waste we waste it. We just spit it away, right? We scatter it away. We pull up our phone. We don't take the time to think about what could be investing in us. And that may not be like, okay, well now I have to pull out my crochet thing because I like to be creative. So let me make sure I have my, you know, we're not saying that. What if it's just one to two minutes of just sitting in silence? What if you could drive in your car and just to be quiet for five minutes, you know? What if it's all that you need? Ask yourself in that moment, what do I need? Do I need to connect with a friend? Maybe you need to connect with a friend and that's going to be restful. Or you're just like, oh, I have so many thoughts in my head. I just need to sit here a second. Maybe that's what you need. So learning to pay attention to what those are, taking advantage of those little moments, and then making time to process and let the emotions out to be analyzed. And this was something we talked about in episode 232 with renewing our mind, this daily practice of renewing our thoughts by letting out all of the crazy that goes on in our head, letting it come out, letting it be released and putting in the truths of God. So if you want to learn more about that, go to episode 232 and listen to that part. 
And then the larger rest investments, of course, keeping a dream bank, like something we just talked about before, uh, of, of ideas of things that would really fill you up. If you listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, I was telling you about my trip to Italy. This was a trip that was 30 years in the making. This was not something that happened overnight. This was not something that I just said, I think I'm going to go to Italy. Like it was something that God had put in my heart 30 years ago and has slowly been building to this point where it became possible. And it was a soul filling experience because it hit the markers of so many things for me. It was a chance to be creative. It was a chance to travel. It was a chance to escape from everything that I deal with every day as all of us do. There, it had a chance to have great food, to see new experiences, to meet new people, all these things that are things that light me up. So I walked out of that experience just lit up. Now we can't every day take these kind of trips, of course, but we can dream about what could be and we can plan every once in a while for those things to happen. I mean, realistically, we have one life. We can do this. We can't just keep saying someday to some of these dreams. What if just some of us need to hear this? What if this is the year when you say, you know what? I'm going to Italy this year. That's the way it is. Like I'm just doing it. Like I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of saying I'm going to, this is the year I'm going to make it happen. So some of us need that little kick in the pants. So maybe somebody here listening needed to hear that. Okay. So yes, Rest requires that we put up boundaries. It means that we say yes to some things that are going to fill us up. And we say no to some things. We put up limits. And I know that's hard. And I know that in some seasons, there are some limits that we really want to put up that we just can't put up. But we can find ways to, as we talked about in a previous episode, in episode 233, we're talking about relationships. Do we change the boundaries of how we interact with that person? Do we find ways to just fill it up in some other way. Like what can we do to see if we should, some of the tasks that we're doing, some of the activities that we're doing, if we could approach them from a different perspective. So I think of something I call the three D's. So we can, of course, if there's a task that's happening, we can delete it, meaning it's no longer serving us. We can let go of it. We don't have that freedom for everything. And we're not called to do that for everything. You know, we are still called to persevere in Christ. It doesn't mean, oh, this is too hard. I'm just canceling it. Right. But sometimes God tells us to step down. And so as a way to get that rest, we need to be empowered in other areas. We can say, no, this is no longer something that I can take part in. We can delegate, which means that we keep, and we're still holding on to it, but we're letting other people own some of the responsibility of it, letting somebody else help manage it. For me in my business, there are things that I feel like uh, as I'm thinking about the next year, things that I've allowed as a bottleneck. And so I'm like, okay, I can't get rid of that drain, but I do need to pass it on to other people who can help me so that it is something that no longer feels like a drain to me, but it's something that can be a blessing, right? It can be a blessing. It can be lighter. And another way is to just dissect it as the third D. So that's keeping it as is, but you're looking at it from a new perspective and you're saying, what is the joy stealer here? Why is it reasonable that, that I feel joyless around this? Or, well, what's the drain in this? And then what's the truth in this? And then of course, where am I going to choose to dwell? So using that concept of deleting, delegating, or dissecting to help us figure out how to put up these limits. Okay. So we have talked for three episodes about how to set boundaries, how to find restoration more than anything in these different areas of life, in our thoughts and our minds, finding healing, restoration, and moving forward in our perspective, in our relationships, right? And learning how to set up those guilt-free boundaries and ways that honor God still 
And then in this episode, talking about how to rebuild rhythms and boundaries to help us be strong to serve with excellence. I want you to take action. We can keep filling up and filling up and filling up. We need to take action. There's a powerful analogy that I heard years ago, and you may have heard this before too, that somebody shared in relation to going to church every week, hearing the sermons. And it was like idea of a sponge. So a sponge that sits under a running faucet. And when you first, if if you've had a sponge out for a while, it's kind of dry. But as you put it under the faucet, you see the sponge come to life as it fills with water and it gets full and full and full and full and full with water. But what happens to that sponge as it continues to be watered by the faucet? It tends to just start dripping and spilling out, right? The sponge can no longer hold water. There's a point when the sponge just needs to be wrung out. It needs to be squeezed so that what was put in is now going into action. And that's where I feel like some of us are at today, that you have heard these messages and you've thought, yeah, I need some help, but I'll go back to doing this. You know, it's so easy to just listen to a podcast and click to the next podcast or click to the next show or just get distracted by something else. I feel it. I am right there with you. So I am challenging you to say, this is you and me talking here. What are you going to do about some of the things that you've learned? How are you going to wring out that sponge and take action? Because this is your life. I can't reach through the microphone here and quote, make you change, even if I could, which I can't. God is even limited in how he works in your life because he needs you to cooperate and to move forward. Sometimes we just need to make a decision and step out. So if that's you, I am encouraging you in a couple of ways to find that next step. Here are some ideas. Number one, Christian Mindset Makeover. The Christian Mindset Makeover is a nine-part program where you have nine modules of training to understand what are the subconscious thoughts and soundtracks in your heart that keep you stuck in feeling not confident, never enough, that I have to make everybody happy, that I'm just stuck in achieving and performing, all of those things. What is that about? And how can we rewire that to be in alignment with what God says? Not just telling ourselves something different, but really learning about what's there and finding healing and releasing things and picking things up and asking a lot of questions. The the Mindset Makeover is full of a lot of great introspective work. And the women who come out of there are just blown away by all the things that God reveals and how he changes and inspires. I love the confidence that comes out of the women when they work through the mindset makeover. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So if you're like, okay, in terms of rest, in terms of relationships and, or in terms of just my thoughts, I need help in figuring out why can't I just do these things? Like what's in the way, what is the obstacle? And I'm telling you 99% of the time, if we know truth and we just feel like we can't act on it, there is a subconscious pattern that has been developed, and there's a good reason why it's been developed, that's there that we need to identify and lovingly work through so that we can get to a place where we can replace it with God's truth. And that's what we do in the makeover, okay? We also have a section in the makeover. We talk about boundaries. We talk about what it's like to process emotions. We talk about what it's like to hardwire happiness. We talk about what it's like to say, okay, I need to build these things up in me so that I can serve well and serve with excellence. So that's the second half of the makeover. Now, that's one option, the Christian Mindset Makeover. If you are interested in that, 
you can go to a free training that I do on the mindset makeover. It's called a break free from feeling never enough. And you can find it at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash mind. Okay. The other thing I want you to be able to move forward in just finding progress. Sometimes some of us just need to see like, what is next? What are the goals that I have for what's ahead? What, what do I even want? And we have a very, I have a very unique way of doing goal planning. It is to look back at what happened and honor the hard and celebrate the good to look around at what's going on right now, seeing the opportunities, seeing the drains, seeing the energizing things and looking forward and saying, dreaming, like what could be next? So that is the goal planning workshop. We are having another one of those workshops coming up on December 7th. So if you would like to join me live for that, you can go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal, G-O-A-L, and sign up for that workshop. Even if you can't join us on December 7th, you're busy, you're out of town, you're working, whatever, we will send you the replay and you can move forward through that. That's an hour and a half of your life, friend. That is a small commitment with huge rewards. I just did a workshop for that today. And I loved hearing the testimonies of the women who were just like, wow, how empowering and encouraging it was to look back because many of them were like, I forgot all of these good things. Like I'm really aware of the hard things, but I forgot about these good things that God did. Wow. There's been a lot of really good things that God's doing. And the dream bank, of course, oh my goodness. So many of them were just like, I can't remember the last time I was allowed to dream like that, you know, in the safe space to just think bigger than where we're at right now. We're really good at saying, okay, what's next? What's on my to-do list, you know, living in survival mode. And I'm challenging you to go to that next step. So the goal planning workshop is December 7th. You can do just the workshop itself, but there has been an ask from some of the ladies to have some sort of accountability and coaching behind it afterwards. It's like, I'm making these goals. I'm trying to figure out what's next for myself, but I want to just try to do it on my own because like I, I need help. I need support to be able to get through that process. And so I will be offering a group coaching program for the goal setting. That's from January to March. It is twice a month. You would meet with me one-on-one and in, in a group of ladies, we would have an individual coaching session, probably like 20 minutes. Where we would check in with you and say, what's going on? How is this goal coming along? What are some of the obstacles where it's next? And then just hearing the other ladies in progress and, you know, what is God teaching you through this season? Just all of those things. So if you want to be a part of that, or maybe you're just like, I need to see one-on-one coaching. Like, I just, I need you to help me, Alicia, please help me. You can go figure out both of those things at the coaching page. So go to vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash coaching and on there, click apply for coaching and you'll be prompted to a Google form. You'll fill out that information and it will send me an email saying that you're interested and we can schedule a time to talk. Yes. To talk to me for 10, 15 minutes to just figure out what is it that you want to, what has got to put on your heart to move through in this season or to overcome? And is it a good fit for us to work together? So vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash coaching. Yes. So that group coaching program for goal setting that starts in January. And if you're interested in that, I highly encourage you to just fill out that form now and to move forward in it because there's a limited space of what I can offer in terms of coaching or group coaching. 
yeah. So anyway, do that now or Christian mindset makeover is a great way to work through those thought patterns that, you know, you know, are getting in the way of this. I have just testimony after testimony of women who have been transformed by that program by God's grace and for his glory, you know, so check out the Christian mindset makeover, check out the goal setting workshop and, or the coaching program that follows it. Okay. So make a decision to move forward in some way today. Don't just let all that we've learned about here, just fall away. I pray that you could sit and decide with the Lord, just saying, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to do this. So if I can be a part of that journey, I would love to be a part of that journey in either of those capacities. All right, friend, we are going to wrap up our year with a few other really important topics and other conversations that are good, but encourage you to take action today. All right, take care. I'll see you back here for next week's episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today for The Christian Mindset Coach. If you loved today's show, would you take two seconds and share a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts? I've got a special gift for you when you share a review, my amazing 50 I Am declarations, 50 statements and Bible verses about who you are in Christ. This is an audio meditation and a written statement that is extremely popular with my clients and I want to give you access just for sharing your Apple Podcast review. Simply screenshot your review and send it to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com and we'll send you the link to access the 50 I Am Declarations resource. Thanks so much for sharing your rating and review so that we can get the word out about the podcast. See you back here next week.